Welcome to the Light Post Podcast, where we endeavor to cast light from God's word on the issues that impact our lives. I'm Pastor Jim Lowe and just excited to be here for another podcast and hope it's a blessing to you. I have a thought here that I want to give to you. A thought for us to think about, a thought for us to say in our minds, a thought for us to kind of just really meditate on. And this is that thought. God will handle it for you. God will handle it for you. Let's think that in our minds. Let's make it personal. God will handle it for me. You know, just recently I had been doing a study on Moses and we talked about it for a few weeks and maybe even a couple of months here at the church. And I want to read to you a passage from something that we discussed. And I want to go to Exodus chapter three, verses seven through ten. And it's dealing with Moses. So if you have your Bible, you can read with me. But if you're listening to this while you're traveling, I'll read the scripture for you. But this is in Exodus chapter three, verses seven through 10. This is when God is talking to Moses, telling him about the 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 burning. He was he was the burning bush and he was telling Moses what he wanted him to do. I want you to go down into Egypt and I want you to get my people out. So here's what he says in verse seven. The Lord says, I have indeed seen the misery of my people in Egypt. I have heard them crying out because of their slave drivers. And I'm concerned about their suffering. So I've come down to rescue them from the hand of the Egyptians and to bring them up out of that land into a good and spacious land, a land flowing with milk and honey. The home of the Canaanites, the Hittites, the Amorites, the Pezzarites, the Hivites and the Jebusites. And verse nine says, and now the cry of the Israelites has reached me and I have seen the way the Egyptians are oppressing them. Verse 10 says, so now go. I am sending you to Pharaoh to bring my people, the Israelites, out of Egypt. Now, in those three verses there that we read, God told Moses to do two things. He told him to do two things out of all of that I just read. He told them, number one, to bring his people out of Egypt. God told Moses, my people are in Egypt. Go and get them. Bring them out of Egypt. That was the first thing he told him. And the second thing he told him was, was to take them to the promised land. So the first thing was to bring his people out. And the second thing was, was to take his people somewhere. Now, they had been in slavery for around 400 years or so, you know, depending upon who you ask, it's roughly around that time, around 400 years. And we know because they had been in slavery for 400 years, people knew what was going on down there. It wasn't a secret. And Moses didn't want to go. So immediately Moses starts asking questions about what God told him to do. He asked God, he said, well, who am I to go before Pharaoh and say something like that? When we see Moses, he responded potentially in fear. Like, I don't want to go down there. I don't want to do this. You know, Moses was a, he was a simple man. He was taking care of the sheep of his father-in-law. If you even read the scripture, it said that that's what he was doing. He was up there taking care of the sheep. That's all he was doing. He wasn't even around people. He didn't speak well. How could he go to Egypt and get in front of the king, get in front of the Pharaoh, get in front of royalty and then say something that will probably get him killed? Of course, he's not interested in that. He says, who am I to do something like that? And in verse 12, Exodus chapter three, God says to him, I will be with you. And this will be the sign to you that it is I who have sent you. When you have brought the people out of Egypt, You will worship God on this mountain. And 
out of the the conversation that he has between uh, Moses and God, the conversation is had. I love that phrase. And, I, and, and it's something that jumps out to me every time I read it. God says first, he's going to be with Moses. And the second thing he said to him was, was that when you have brought the people out of Egypt, you will worship God on this mountain. He's telling Moses, like, look, yeah, you're going to do it. And I know you're going to do it. And you're going to know that you're going to do it, because when it is done, you're going to worship me on this mountain. Yeah, I don't know if, if, if you can catch the prophecy or, or the prophetic nature of what that means. And is God saying that I already know that it's going to work out. And why is it going to work out? Because the first thing he said, I will be with you. Y'all look all throughout scripture and see all the times that God is saying that he will be with us. Whenever God has something for us to do, the fact of knowing that God is with us should give us strength. Should make us more confident about the things that God told us to do. Why? Because he is with us. So. The mere fact that God says that he's going to be with us. This is something here I want for us to think about. God's not going to ask us to do something he won't help us do. Now, think about that. God is not going to ask you to do something that he's not going to help you do. You know, he's not somebody to say, oh, go outside and take care of such and such. No, God's going to go with you. Because he said he will be with you. He's not a hands off type of God. He's a God who will be there as well. If you all remember, God has called each one of you. Each one of you has a purpose. Each one of you has a reason that you are here. Something specific that God needs for you to do. But you're not going to have to do it alone. God's going to be with you to help you do that thing. You have a purpose. Ephesians chapter two and 10 said, for we are God's workmanship created in Christ Jesus to do good works. We were created in Christ Jesus to do good works. I'm going to read it again, just in case you missed it twice. For we are God's workmanship. Created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared for us in advance to do. God prepared something for every one of us to do. y'all, And just like Moses, God will help us do it. He's not going to give you something to do and then not help you to be able to do that thing. The only thing slowing us down is us. We allow things like fear and worry to get in the way. We allow things like our time. Oh, I don't have time to do something like that. We allow stuff like that to get in the way of what God wants to do with us. But we got to move past all of that. God's going to be with us. He's waiting on us. But what we also find out is, is that it's not just God waiting on us. Others are waiting on us as well, too, because I'm going to tell you, God calls us for the benefit of other people. In fact, let me say it with a little more emphasis. God calls us for the benefit of somebody else. He showed it with Moses. He said, Moses, go. Those people need me. Those people need to be brought out. I am sending you to bring them out. The thing that he gave for Moses to do was something that was going to impact the people that needed God. And the same thing that he has placed in you is going to be something that people need. People need God, y'all. And God is using us to do his works. I'm going to ask you the question and think hard about it. What is the thing you've been sitting on 
that you know you're supposed to do that you just haven't gotten around to yet. It's time to get going, y'all. But I know these things can get scary, but this is why we have the Bible. This is why we have the stories that are in here so we can see that there were other people who were afraid as well, too. We're not the only ones. It's not just us who are afraid. Many people were afraid, but this is why God says so many different times. I am with you. Second Corinthians chapter 12, verse nine, nine and 10. If you remember it, it says, but he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you. My grace is sufficient for my power is made perfect in weakness. God's power is made perfect in our weakness. What that means is, is that when we're weak, we're really strong because that's when God's power is made perfect in us. Y'all, I'm going to tell you, God gives his power to help you. He's giving you everything you need. What you lack, God uses to strengthen you. Currently, we're doing a study right now on Gideon. If you if you have a chance to watch us on YouTube right now, we're going through Gideon right now. And as Gideon was going through the exact same thing. But Gideon was learning that through his weaknesses, this is what God is really strengthening him. And he was doing the same thing to Moses. And guess what? He's going to do the same thing for you. God said it multiple times in Hebrews chapter 13, verse 20. May the God of peace, who through the blood of the eternal covenant brought back from the dead of our Lord Jesus, that great shepherd of the sheep. May he equip you with everything good for doing his will. And may he work in us what is pleasing to him through Christ Jesus, to whom be the glory forever and ever. Amen. Now, I know that was a long sentence. And sometimes the Bible has a lot of long sentences like that. But what this is saying is, is that God will equip you with everything good so that you can accomplish his will. In other words, if you don't have something and God is telling you that you need to do something, he's going to give it to you. If God tells you to go outside and and build a house, but you don't know how to build or you don't have the tools, guess what? God's going to supply you with the things that you need to get done what he asked you to get done. That's what this is saying right now. God will figure out a way to where you have everything you need to do his will. Hebrews 13 and 21 specifically said that Jesus will equip you with everything good for doing his will. And may he work in us what is pleasing to him through Jesus Christ. For every excuse that we have, y'all, God has already equipped us. For every reason that we can come up with that we don't want to do something, God has already given it to us. Moses complained about his speech. God said, well, you're going to complain about your speech, but I'm going to ask you, who gave man his mouth? Jeremiah, he said that he was a child. God said, well, OK, I'll give you the words. You just speak what I tell you to speak. Gideon said, I'm a nobody. God said, well, that's OK. But I'm going to be with you. And the fact that I'm going to be with you makes you somebody for every reason or excuse that you can come up with. Y'all, God has an answer. He has an answer for every single one of them. And you may not feel worthy of what God has called you to do. But let me tell you, God is with us. God is with us. He said he was with us. So we don't have anything to be concerned about because God is with us. And here's the thing for thought right now. 
If we're walking in God's plan, he will work out the details. God is going to work out the details. If we're walking in his plan, he's the one that's going to work out the details. So let's just get moving. Now, how do we know that? With what I just said, how do we know that's going to happen? Well, let's look at what God said. Okay, let's look back at it. Exodus chapter three, verse seven. If you have your Bibles again, we're going back to verse seven in Exodus chapter three. If you don't, I'll read it for you. The Lord said, I have indeed seen the misery of my people in Egypt. I have heard them crying out because of their slave drivers, and I am concerned about their suffering. What is he saying? God has seen what is going on and he's concerned about it. He knows what is happening and is bothering him. Now, verse eight says this. So I've come down to rescue them from the hand of the Egyptians and to bring them up out of that land into a good and spacious land, a land flowing with milk and honey, the home of the can't. Well, OK, wait, 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 wait. Verse eight says, so I have come down to rescue them from the hand of the Egyptians and to bring them up. OK, whoa, whoa, whoa. Verse eight says, so I have come down to rescue them from the hand of wait. Verse eight says, so I have, wait, wait, who's talking right now? God is talking. He said in verse seven that he's seen the problem and is concerning him. And now verse eight says, so he has come down to rescue them. God has come down to rescue them. Wait, wait, wait. who's going to rescue the Israelites? God just said that he was going to do it. Well, wait a minute. I thought he was sending Moses. He is sending Moses. But God said he was going to do the work. So if God is going to do the work. Then Moses only needs to go. God said that he was going to do it. And if God is going to do it. All Moses needed to do. Was go. Y'all, I'm going to tell you in the things you got going on in your life right now. There are too many details that you're trying to work out. There are too many things you're trying to figure out. When all God said that he needed you to do was just to go, just to go do it, to start someplace, to get moving, get working. God is the one that is handling the details. All he needs us to do is get moving. All of the things that we're trying to figure out, God's going to handle that. God is going to handle all of those details for you. But we tend to want to sit back and figure out everything and try to have all of the answers to plan out our, 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 our process. And, you know, when you try to plan things for too long, you end up not doing anything. You have a, a notebook full of plans, but no, nothing coming from it. You spend all of this time thinking, but no time moving. Y'all, if God, well, I won't say if God, God has called you to do something. And if God is calling you to do it, he's going to help you do it because he said that I will be with you the same way he told that to Moses. But also, just like he told Moses, God is going to do the work. You only need to step out in faith and trust him. So that was our thought for today. God is going to handle the details. So remember that as we go throughout our lives and the things that we take care of today and the things that we're going that, that, that we're going to do. Remember, number one, what God has called you to do. Know that that thing that you're called to do is for the benefit of somebody else. Somebody else is needing what it is that you have. So somebody's needing what it is that, that that God has placed in you. Somebody is praying for something that God already put in you to do. 
And while we're planning and waiting or in fear or whatever that particular thing is, we're not doing anything. But God is the one that's going to handle those details. So I pray that was a blessing for you. So I want to thank you for joining us on another episode of the Light Post podcast. It's a ministry of the Guiding Light Church. For other messages and resources, connect with us online at guidinglight.org, Guiding Light Church on Facebook, or Guiding Light Church TV on YouTube. I want to thank you again for you for a moment of your time and thank you for hanging out with me. I'm Pastor Jim, and until next time, you all take care. God bless.